when you get thrown in the deep end and you figure out, oh, you know what? I know how to swim and these sharks don't bite. I think it actually is good for you as long as the experience is good. If the experience isn't good, I think it's a good opportunity to get jeffed. Self-esteem is what powers your dreams. If I didn't have self-esteem and Kevin didn't have self-esteem, we would not be able to pour in every week on these on this podcast, every single day. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for entrepreneurs. We bring you seven episodes a week, six of which are solo episodes with Kevin and myself, and one world-class guest to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket, every day from anywhere for free welcome to next level university how have you checked in with yourself to check your entitlement uh i do that constantly so i'm always i'll give you a perfect example so emilia and i have been together for two and a half years and she treats me with more respect and love and care than any human ever has it's not even close honestly and I, I have this amazing life and we live together and we have this beautiful place and I wake up next to her every day and I, I, I tell myself every single day, Alan, don't you dare forget what it was like before you met her. I remember being so lonely. I remember being so scared that I wouldn't find my dream partner. I remember feeling like I was going to be alone forever. I genuinely had those feelings. Um like nobody gets me and, and maybe relationships aren't for me and am I ever going to find someone? And I remember how bad that was. It was so bad. I just remind myself of the hard times. It's so important to keep the hard times in the forefront of your mind because it keeps you grateful. It keeps you grateful. Now, I'm not complacent. I'm, I'm going to, when you're grateful for someone, you show it in your actions. You show it in your actions. And so, Emilia is the best example that I have, but I check myself all the time on this. I, I you'll you'll hear Kevin and I behind the scenes. I'll tell Kevin like honestly, man, I've been letting it ride lately. I'm it's like 11 a.m. and I'm watching my favorite show and I'm eating food. Like w- that is not gratitude. That is entitlement, and the business is starting to suffer. Right now, of course, we all have our own standards, and I'm not saying that you can never watch Netflix at 11 a.m. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that if I'm grateful for this business, and I'm grateful for this podcast, and I'm grateful for Kevin, and I'm grateful for this team, and I'm grateful for these listeners and this community, I better earn it. And I and I can't lose sight of what it was like when nobody cared what I talked about. I would second that reflection. Reflection. I try to think. It, it's pretty easy for me at this point because it's like, I talk about my story so much, you know, and I gen there's definitely a part of me who does not believe I should be where I am just in terms of like the circumstances and the amount of things that had to go right for me to be where I am. That helps to keep me grounded and without entitlement. And I just imagine, I try to think of like, what would my life be like without blank, whether it's Alan, Taryn, the team, I, that helps me. Like if you took all of that away, all of this would leave. So you you got to keep, like Alan said, it's brick by brick. So reflection, and then, I don't want to say catastrophizing. Really, really imagining what life would be like without the amazing things that you have. I think that's a very good way to get rid of it. Like, imagine everything that you have is gone. Then what? I try to do that. 
I try to do that. Well said. How can we get better at long-term strategic thinking? Well, I taught Alan this, so let me let me lead. No, go ahead, go ahead, Jeff. Uh, stay improve. <laughs> you, you you've got to um, set goals that are a little bit longer term than what you're comfortable with, and then prove to yourself you can do it. And really sit down and and do the thinking work. Uh, Emilia and I were reverse engineering her fitness goals, and we're doing math on the whiteboard. And she wants to lose 17 pounds. And uh, one of the first goals was July 4th. And I talked to her about the numbers behind that. It's like you'd have to be in an 800 calorie deficit every single day. And that would be brutal. You, you know, if you've never eaten 700 calories a day for like three months, that's terrible. It's terrible. Um, and not that I've even done that. I think the lowest I ever got to, Kev, was like 1,200. It was horrible. Yeah. Uh, what, yeah, and Aim, I know you're a little lower than that right now, or, or close to that, I should say. But um, you got to set a goal that's a little longer term than what you're comfortable with, and then you have to mastermind with someone about how to achieve it. That's that's the answer. Yeah, I again, I would, I would go to Alan for this because this just isn't my strength. But I would say to to his point, maybe I think a lot of us are day to day, week to week throw that out a month, throw that out three months and then set some three month goals and, and see what goes from there. That's yeah. To, to Alan's point, you got to extend that out a little bit. So what, how are you setting goals now? Is it, I want to do X amount this week. Okay. Throw that out to two weeks, throw that out to a month and then continue expanding that. I know it helped me when I started doing three month goals because three months seems like a good amount of time. It doesn't take that long when you're really focused, but it gives you enough time to actually make changes and then reverse engineer what to do. So I would second Alan's point. Has there ever ever been a time where your anxiety zone built belief? Oh, yeah, I got a good one here. I think it will build belief if things go better than expected. Alan and I were in California however many years ago. I don't know. Everything is the same. Just years ago. That's what I'm going to start saying from now years ago. Cause I don't, I don't know exactly when it was, but when we were out there, we went to a Brendan Burchard event and we interviewed Dr. Nikki star and Anthony trucks. And we just brand Pinvidic. We had some awesome interviews, but I remember we went to, I believe it was Irvine, California, and we were interviewing Dave Meltzer in person. And we were late, which number one, Kevin does not do being late. We could not find the building for some reason. We were driving around the parking lot. It was a whole thing. And we walked in and we saw the receptionist and the person said, yeah, Dave will be right down. Just hang out. Dave comes down with his team. We walk into the studio. They set up four cameras. They say, you got 27 minutes and go. And it was the most nerve wracking thing ever. And I introduced Dave and I started the episode because it was our episode. And that was 10 out of 10 anxiety for me. But it proved to me that all of the work that I've been doing behind the scenes of over-prepping has really, really benefited me. So I think when you get thrown in the deep end and you figure out, oh, you know what? I know how to swim and these sharks don't bite. I think it actually is good for you as long as the experience is good. If the experience isn't good, I think it's a good opportunity to get jeffed. Uh, I think it's a dangerous game. because, And that's why I think everyone should be more strategic with the way in which they find their challenge skills sweet spot. Cause we, we've invited people, um, to speak on stages that, that it was their first speech or, or one of their first speeches. And afterwards they had a really hard time with it. 
And I think the reason why they had such a hard time is because they weren't prepared. And and so I'll give you a, a story where I wasn't prepared. So when Kevin and I first went to High Performance Academy, that's actually where we met Alessandro. Uh, Kev, you were scared and weren't sure if you'd belong in the room and had never been to a conference or an event like that before. I, you know, thought that I was a strong speaker. And I I think I was compared to where I'm at, but Brendan Burchard is world-class. I mean, you know, in in terms of speaking, he has thousands of trainings, thousands and thousands of speeches. And at this point, I've only given maybe a hundred or something. And I thought I was a really strong speaker. And when I saw him speak, Kevin came home feeling good, feeling real good, you know? Too um, good. Yeah, Too I, good. I met a lot of people and everybody loved me and I'm I found my people. And I'm, I'm the, the man. man. Yeah. And I came home really not feeling good about me. Um, but because I have self-belief, I really started to pour it on after that. I started setting bigger goals and I started to really, I mean, I, I started my critical numbers. That's when I started my critical numbers, Kev. When I started tracking the speeches, the podcasts, the coaching sessions. like, And since then, I, I actually followed up and we went to an event a year and a half later uh, in San Diego with Brendan Burchard. And I told Kev, I said, I'm ready for the stage. So the first time I went, I was like, oh my God, I'm way worse than I thought. And the second time I went, I was like, Kev, honestly, I'm ready. Like, let's rock and roll. And so, but that's because of all the work I put in in between. And so without self-belief, you got to be real careful. I have a lot of self-belief and, and typically when I go down in the depths of the dark and, and struggle with self-doubt, it's for a short period of time. And then I climb out and re-strategize and figure out what to do. Um, but I've seen people go outside their comfort zone too far into their anxiety zone and then get, you know, the, the crap beat out of them figuratively. And then they never, they never try again. I have seen that. And I, I think now I understand why maybe they, the, they were too far outside their comfort zone. And, and, you know, if you play tennis with Serena Williams, you're going to get your butt kicked, especially if you're a beginner and you may never play again if you don't have self-belief. But if you only play against a four-year-old, you're always going to feel like you're awesome when you're not. So you got to really be careful about that. Hello, my name is Eddie Pinero. I'm the founder of Your World Within. And I wanted to take a second and just express how valuable working with Alan has been, uh, both personally and professionally. I think uh, his ability to help me create clarity and, and maintain focus on my big picture goals has been huge. Um, but also, and this is just as important, you know, he's been a huge asset with the roadmap as well the day-to-day -day things, the little things that we sometimes overlook. Uh, and those two things in tandem have been a huge lift and uh, just a tremendous return on investment. And I think anyone looking to, um, you know, grow themselves, grow uh, a business or, or both, um, you know, would truly benefit from having Alan as an ally along the way. Uh, again, great mind, but more importantly, solid dude. And just to add really quick to what Alan said, because Amy's coughing, um, I have a weird relationship with my anxiety zone because I've lived there for the past five years. So like, I think I probably have a decent relationship with it, Alan, just because we've been, for lack of better phrasing, we've been playing at Alan's speed on Alan's difficulty. And we didn't realize that we had such different comfort learning in anxiety zones. So I have been living the anxiety zone. So a lot of my results are based on that. So my relationship is probably a little bit different than somebody else is what I would say. What if I don't have an understanding of math or stats? How do you explain the benefits of understanding it? Yeah. Uh, 
your ability to reverse engineer finish lines will be very, very good. Uh, so Kev wants to donate $100 million to charity over the aggregate of the next 20 years. And I took him through how we can do that mathematically. And it, it gives you the ability to manifest accurately. So, so for example, um, 1, 2, 4, 8, 16, 32, 64, 128, 256, 512, 1,024. You start to understand how these businesses grow. Like, how did Instagram go from, like, nothing to, like, 12 people to a billion-dollar business that was bought by Facebook? Like, everyone thinks that person who founded Instagram is, like, superhuman. It's not true. They just know numbers and they know math. And honestly, in some ways, sorry, Instagram founder, they got lucky. And and I think it's important to understand that a lot of the people that you see that are super successful really did stumble upon success. Seriously, like to a drastic extent, by the way. We've interviewed millionaires and billionaires. We've, we've interviewed world-class performers and everything in between and coaching and all that. A lot of people ended up more successful than they thought they would be. And why is math important? Math is important because you can predict the future with it. Um, whether it's sports statistics. So for example, if, if, if the Patriots won 16 games in a row, you can predict with pretty high accuracy that they're going to win the 17th game because obviously they didn't get lucky 16 times in a row. Now, is there a chance they lose? Yeah, of course. But that perfect season, it was it was a huge upset for a reason, and, and not to always go to sports, but it's really important to understand that when you have an understanding of math, you have an understanding of the universe. Math is the universal language. Math is the bottom of the pyramid. It goes math, and then it goes physics, and then it goes chemistry, and then it goes biology, and then it goes psychology. And, it, and when math changes, everything has to change. No matter what language you speak, it can be Chinese or Japanese or English or Italian, 2 plus 2 equals 4. No matter what language you speak, 2 plus 2 is always 4. And so without math, it's very difficult to understand the way the world works and you're always going to fear that which you don't understand. So when you're swimming, and for me this is hard, whenever I swim in the ocean, I'm always scared because I don't know what's underneath me. Math is kind of like I know what's underneath me, so I don't have to fear it. That's why I keep my feet on the sand because I know what's underneath me. Sand. <laughs> <laughs> As somebody who has learned more about math in the last five years than I, do, I did in the first 27 years, my goodness, I am getting old. Uh, I would say it, and it's this math. weird... <laughs> that's math. It's, it's a weird thing where it almost pulls the curtain off of, to Alan's point, like you kind of see behind the curtain. At the end of the day, everything is kind of numbers. If you want to be wealthy and you don't understand money, you're you're most likely not going to be. And I would say, even if you get lucky, you will be. No, you won't probably because you won't know how to continue the train to make that money. I believe, and I never would have said this, I struggled with math. I absolutely hated it. I had to cheat to get through a lot of my math courses. Without math, you cannot be as successful as you can with it. It just, you, it's not possible. It, I don't believe sustainable success is possible without it. So it will change your life in ways that I cannot describe that you will have to trust me on. And you'll look back and say, wow, I can't believe I didn't think more like that sooner. That's what I would say. If you get 1% better per day for an entire year, you're 37 times better at the end of the day. 
at the end of the year. And if you're doing that again for a second year, you're 37 times better than that. So it's 37 times 37, which I don't know that number, but... Many, many numbers. It's important to understand, that's all. Especially in business and, and in your career as well. Um, it's an exponential. If you don't understand exponentials, you don't understand the universe. The universe is exponential. Nothing's linear. A tree doesn't go, grow linearly. It doesn't go one, two, three, five, four, five, six. It grows one, two, four, eight, right? So COVID's a good analogy for that too. When I saw the numbers, I got scared. I got scared when I saw the graph. Because two people get it, then four people get it, then eight people get it, then 16 people get it, then 32 people get it. It spreads exponentially. So if you don't understand math, you can't understand the implications of something like COVID or whatever else. I think COVID is something we can all relate to. So, mm. Tree. <laughs> Go ahead, Aim. Last one, one, Aim. Oh, I wasn't sure. Okay. Yeah, no, we're gonna, we were a couple minutes behind. We're kind of all over the place. We're kind of just winging it today, so let's just wing it one more time. When you own your wins, where does the line fall between owning and bragging? Oh my goodness gracious. I'm going to say this. There are certain people that if you tell them your wins, no matter how humble you are, it's considered bragging. If you talk about yourself in a positive manner to somebody who is very, very self-conscious and insecure, it will come off as bragging. And that's sometimes that's more about the other person than it is yourself. It depends from my perspective, it depends on what the intention is. If you want to share good news with good people, that's not bragging. That's you celebrating your wins. If you're talking about your wins because you want to elevate yourself above a certain person or make somebody else feel bad, I would say that's probably that's probably bragging. What is the intention for you sharing this news is what I would say. Yeah, I, I would second that. I think intention matters. Um, if you're trying to live from a place of better than... I think it is bragging. If you're trying to be better than you used to be, uh, there's a great quote by Wayne Dyer. He says, being better than someone else, there's no nobility in that, but there's so much nobility in being better than you used to be. And that can be a fine line at times when it comes to the marketplace and sports and competition and business. I understand that, right? I do think we have a better podcast than most of the other podcasts. I, I just do. It's more valuable in my opinion. That's my opinion. Am I bragging? I don't. I think it's accurate. I think we've put in the work, but other people might see it as bragging, and I understand that. I would say this self esteem is important, and you don't have to go around bragging, but you do have to acknowledge your wins as long as they're truthful. If you're doing a great job, that's great. Like, you should really give your. And, and this is the last thing I'll say. I know we got to go. If you're going to feel like crap about all the bad stuff or the mistakes or the poor circumstances, you better feel good when you do it. Like if you go to the gym, I went to the gym for 90 days straight. I do, if I don't feel, can you imagine a world where I don't get to feel good about that? Mm. Like 90 days in a row, that was ridiculously hard, like very humbling. I need to be able to feel good about that. If I don't build my self-esteem with that, what's the point? You know, so so self-love is not a bad thing if, if you're a wonderful, abundant human being who wants good for the world. Self-esteem is what powers your dreams. If I didn't have self-esteem and Kevin didn't have self-esteem, we would not be able to pour in every week on these on this podcast, every single day. You know, if we don't believe in ourselves and we don't have self-worth and self-value and self-esteem and self-respect, there's no chance we could give this much for free. The fact. Yeah. I believe it's time to go. Because mm -hmm. we got to go to the gym. Next oh, yeah. level nation. 
as you can see below, if you're watching this live or the repurpose, if you're listening, you can't, but we are doing the giveaway again for the month of June, where if you leave us a review, screenshot it, send it to myself, to Alan, Amy, Jenna, just send it to somebody and we'll find it. We'll enter you into a drawing to win a $100 Amazon gift card. We will send it off to you. No questions asked. It helps us find more awesome people like you and it helps awesome people like you find us. So please do it if you're interested and you feel like we've added value to your life. If you struggle to grow and scale your business or you're thinking about starting a business, join me on a free half hour strategy session. I'm not going to sell you anything. I'm not going to try to sell you my coaching. I am just going to have you tell me what your objective is, your most important objective, and I'm going to help you strategize on how to achieve that with or without me. Please book a 30 minute call in the show notes. I adore meeting our listeners. It's so cool to meet people from all over the world. And I always learn a lot too, because I get to learn different industries and different cultures and different goals and different people. So, And if you, if you in any way, shape or form, really think about this for a second, think that I am like really good or I'm a good speaker or I'm smart or I'm good at things. Alan's been my mentor since the very beginning. So if it's good enough for me, it's worth a a free 30 minutes of your time. And that's, that's what I'll say about Alan. I want to make sure Alan gets his credit. You know what I mean? Thank you, brother. Of course, of course. As always, we wow. love you. We appreciate you. <laughs> that <laughs> was a long one. For each and every one of you. Like, and at NLU, you. we do not have fans. We have family. Please reach out. Bye. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family, so make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at NeverQuitKid, and Alan is at alazarus 88 Also, if you found value in this episode, leave us a review using the link in the show notes, and please share this with someone who's ready to get to the next level. We will talk to you tomorrow.